Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Best in the World Podcast with Richard Parr. Hello and welcome to The Best in the World with Richard Parr. Now you may have heard a few of my interviews before and had a few troubles pronouncing some of the Dutch names in particular. I also made a bit of a mix-up with Natalie Coglan, the former American swimmer. And this week I was very confident with my guests, and I thought I've pronounced their last name magnificently, Gago. And then it was right at the end of the interview with this guest that they pronounced their first name, and I just, <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. It's Denny Gago. So Denny, D-E-N-I-S. And of course, if you listen to the podcast, you listen to the interview, I call him Dennis. Dennis Gargoyle. And okay, yes, from an English point of view, that's how we'd see the name, that's how we'd say the name. But I've always felt that you should say to someone how their name is pronounced, the way they pronounce it. And so I'm pretty disappointed, pretty annoyed about that. And Denny is clearly an absolute legend and doesn't comment on it, doesn't mention anything. And I really appreciate that. So if you listen to this, thank you very much for that. That's very kind of you. And thank you for being on the podcast as well. We've really learned a lot from you on this week's Best in the World with Richard Parr. Coming up, Denny talks about not only being a canoe slalomist, but also an entrepreneur. He talks about his Mule Bar Energy Bar brand. And he explains how his knowledge as a sports star has helped him in his business and also how he manages his time. The 2016 Canoe Slalom Olympic champion also talks about his disappointment at not competing at the 2012 London Games, despite being the 2011 World Champion. And he also talks about his idols in particular. He'll explain why the former France and Manchester United forward Eric Cantona is one of his heroes. All of that plus much more on this week's Best in the World with Denny Gargo, the 2016 Olympic gold medalist in canoe slalom. Just before we get to that interview, I want to remind you that we're now on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash best in the world it's a crowdfunding page where you can continue to support our podcast so we can get a little bit better every single week and 
All we're asking for is a contribution for as little as $1 a month. That works out at about 25 cents an episode. This podcast is for free. You can listen to it for free. But if you would like to thank us in a tiny, small way, you can do that from as little as $1 a month. That's 25 cents an episode. Go and check us out at patreon.com forward slash best in the world and even if you don't want to contribute if you want to just tell other people about this podcast or about our patreon page i would really appreciate that as well all right let's get to the interview let's speak to the olympic canoe slalom gold medalist denny gogo the best in the world podcast with richard parr Dennis Gargoyle, welcome to the Best in the World with Richard Parr, the Olympic champion, canoe slalomist from the 2016 Rio Games. We're about, uh, it's been about a year since then, Dennis. So has your life changed? Yes, yes, my life changed um, pretty much. Um, the, the, the minute after after I won this, this gold medal, um, and now... Uh, I can still feel the, the changes in my life um, with my family and also with all the the person that um, know me very well. They they can see that I'm I'm still the same guy, but uh, a lot of new things happened to me since. Yeah, d- describe some of those new things and d- describe some of those changes because uh, you're in that small group of people who, who know that difference of not being an Olympic champion to being an Olympic champion. It's uh, a day-to-day thing to to live and it's hard to describe, but um, I think the look of the people that has changed, um, but um, I try to uh, make everyone co- comfortable with um, who I am and when I'm with people, um, I try to be the, the same as I used to be, um, as much as, as I can. Um, and but there is most of the things that has changed is the um, the little thing that people offer me. Uh, for example, I just heard today uh, uh, that I, I will be able and invited to flight with. Um, uh, the, La Patrouille de France. La Patrouille de France is the um, military flight that are making demonstration for uh, uh, the national days. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's um, uh, it's called an Alpha Jet. So it's a, a military jet uh, with a lot of horses power in in you know in in the engine, and uh, it will be a great great opportunity that maybe two or three um, civilian people had the chance to do in, in France. So it, it's just amazing opportunity that this medal gave me. And um, I have a lot, a lot, some other story to tell, but right now I can't remember. This is the most hot topic mm. at the moment. Fantastic. Well, I look forward to seeing some pictures of that on, on social media and on Instagram because I reckon that'll be a, a pretty amazing thing to, to have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we try to cover it. Yeah, spectacular. So what about, because you're back competing now, 
do you yes. feel differently? Is there a, like an added sense of confidence that you have going into competition now? Well, um, yes, I'm back competing. Um, I've been racing four race um, since the Olympics. So first was the uh, a small race in, in Slovenia to prepare the European Championship that was um, in the same course, same city. Um, was not a big success because I, I was trying a boat, uh, a new boat, new shape, um, and it was not perfect, so I switched. Um, then I had the French Championship where I um, I, start, I started quite wrong, uh, I have to say, and then I I improved and I finished um, second place, so vice French champion this year. Uh, which is okay, honestly, given the fact that I start training quite late in the season. And then I raced the European Championship, where I've been at the certain place, missing the final. And I'm just, um, I, I have just finished um, a World Cup in Germany, um, where I've been 13, also missing, missing the final. So um, I kind of struggle to find my uh, way of racing. Um, I'm I'm doing a sport that uh, is pretty complex to understand um, how to win, uh, and it's never the same way. So um, my job is to question myself all the time, and I am now in a position where I'm questioning what I've done, what I have to do to be back on the on the podium, and first in be back in the fi- into final and then hopefully on the podium. Trying to do that every day, Dennis, that must be uh, emotionally and mentally exhausting. Not. I think it's 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 a way of life. Mm-hmm. So and and I think it's very healthy to question everything you do in in life. So for me, it's, it's more lifestyle thing that uh, a sports thing. Mm-hmm. I'm questioning everything that I, that I do. So um, if it works, okay, I'm good with it and I'm trying to do the same. But it's, if the same doesn't work, then I have to in, innovate and improve. And that's what we found by speaking to all of you great Olympic champions and world champions that the the ones which reach the top level like you are are innovators are are real game changers let's let's simplify things down a little bit though now Dennis why don't you just give us an idea of how you first got interested in the sport and, and how you started uh, uh, as a canoe slalomist okay so um first i was a um, soccer player uh, football oh, what say. was your position uh, attack ah. on the on the right, or more like uh, like Zidane, you know, oh. number ten, number ten, or uh, Cantona, you know, you 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 know Cantona, number seven. Eric Cantona, yeah. As long yeah. as you weren't um, attacking anyone in the crowd, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but he's one of my idols, so mm. because we are from the same city, ah. um, he's a funny guy and a good player. Um, so first I was playing soccer and um, and then my cousin um, take me on holidays with my uncle and aunt mm. and he, he was in 
in the French team of Canu Slalom, junior, junior team, I, I think. And he said, you can stop this bullshit game and try to do a, a, real, a real sport, you know. <laughs> and, and he took me on, on the water. And, uh, and since that moment, I never stopped paddling because I just fell in love with the sport. Oh, with wow. the feeling you have with the water and uh, and the glide you can you can produce with your paddle and uh, it's just amazing. Did you just completely give up football kind of there and then, or did that slowly fade away? Mm, no, it slowly fell away, uh, and I'm still playing. Ah. I'm I'm still enjoying playing, but not in a team or just with the friends sometimes. Do you ever get concerned about injuries when you play other sports or do you just not think about it thinking, oh, I could get injured doing canoe slalom anywhere. It's just the risk that you take. No, we are concerned. For example, I love to ski also. And um, we have, I have that in mind that if I'm, if I fall too hard, uh, I can break something or, um, you know, twist something and it's just not good for the season. So, I'm trying to be as prudent as I can, mm. but it's sometimes difficult because um, as many athletes, I'm quite an adrenaline junkie mm. and, and sometimes hard to be quiet. <laughs> What's the scariest thing you've done then, Dennis? Oh, nothing very scary. I'm not life... Uh, uh, how can I say? I don't like sports or challenges that that can, um, yeah, take you take take your life. So uh, I'm not looking for that that much dangerous dangerous sports. Uh, I'm trying to be. Or I'm a father, so yeah. I want to see my daughter grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, no no cliff diving for you anytime soon. No, no cliff diving, uh, no big waterfall diving also, uh, I don't like that. But your sport is a dangerous sport though. Well, not very much. No? Uh, no, uh, we are not practicing, you know, the, the basic of our sport was in in rivers um, and it, it could be dangerous on river because you can, if you know, if you, if you do an, um, a capsize, you can eat your your head on a rock or if you are swimming, if you go out of your boat, you can be stuck into between two rocks and the power of the stream will um, force you to to draw, drown. So it's, it's not good. It can be dangerous. But the sport I, that I do is more an Olympic sport with uh, um, a lot of rules and uh, in a white water artificial stadium, um, which is made for security, basically. So, mm. so today we are practicing with um, a PFD and a helmet, um, but uh, we could do without it because we... We have no risk doing that ah. in this white in this stadium. Okay, and have you had any injuries throughout your career? Any major major injuries? 
Uh, yeah, well, uh, quite quite a few, but the the major one was um, I broke uh, two times um, uh, a lumbar lumbaris, number oh. five. Oh wow! Oh yeah, but now it, now it's broken, so it's okay. Uh, I I, I had first broke the the right part. Um, very, very, very painful uh, and very problematic. But then, uh, because only the right part was broken, uh, I had trouble to um, on the left side because it was not symmetric. Uh, so a few years after uh, the left side broke, and now I'm feeling much better. Two times, very painful, but now I'm okay. So you're talking about your back here, right, Dennis? Yeah, my back. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! And then you still went on to become an Olympic champion. That that's incredible. Yeah, actually, it's not really um, a problem while I'm young, uh, but I will maybe need a surgery when I will be when I will be old, older. Mm. Did you have to adjust your training a lot after these injuries? Yes. Yeah, I had. Um, I had. A big, big recovery time and um, a big training to reinforce my um, my back muscle to mm. maintain the you know the um, the colon you know the bones. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Together. The Best in the World Podcast with Richard Parr. We'll be back with Denny in just a moment. But I want to say about Audible. Audible is one of the leading suppliers of audiobooks in the world. They've got over 180,000 titles for you to choose from. It's a product that I personally use, and I think you should too. And guess what? With Audible, you can do it for free for 30 days. Yes, you can get a free 30-day trial, and that includes one free audiobook download. All you've got to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash best. That's audibletrial.com forward slash best. 
and there you can download one audiobook for free. And as I said, it is a product I personally use. And I've most recently been listening to the autobiography by Andres Iniesta, yes, the Spain and Barcelona captain. And it is called The Artist Being Iniesta, a really, really good book that I've been listening to on Audible. And you can do the same just by going to audibletrial.com forward slash best. Go and check it out. All right, let's return to my conversation with the Olympic canoe slalom gold medalist, Denis Gargo. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. Give us an idea then, Dennis, of what is a, a typical training day for you like? What time are you getting up? What are some of the things that you're eating? How long are you training? Just give us an insight into that, please. Yeah, with pleasure. Uh, so um, this is quite particular for me because um, I'm also an entrepreneur, so I have a, a business to run. Um, and it's part of my daily routine. Um so I'll say that I'm waking up every every day at between seven and seven and half past seven, uh, depending my child waking me up <laughs> because she's angry. Uh, so then we we just uh, enjoying family time together. My wife is uh, bringing our daughter to school and um, preparing to go to the training. Uh, so I will have before um, a breakfast. Um, after that, I'm going to do training in Marseille, in my hometown. Mm-hmm. So normally I, I like to go in the morning because the water is quite uh, calm and there is no wind because it's a very windy place. So I'm training for about 45 minutes, one hour, depending on the training session. Um, and then I'm taking my bike and I'm going to uh, to work. So I have offices in the center of the town, um, well, the city, and um, and I'm staying there until lunch. For lunch, we sometimes I can go back to the training or just have a quick lunch and go back to the work. And and after that, um, I will have a second training around um, half past four or five o'clock um, for about one hour again. And then I'm going back to home about yeah half past six, seven p.m. Sounds like a pretty long day. Tell us a little bit about your your, your company then, what, what you're doing as an entrepreneur then, Dennis. Yeah, oh, well, I'm the owner of um, uh, the very happy owner of uh, New Bar Energy Bar brand. Uh, it's a, it's a, a British brand um, actually founded by um, Jimmy and Alex, two guys that love uh, uh, downhill bike. Yep. I'm not sure if you know these sports. Um, and um, and we, we and my uh, business partner, um, we bought uh, the brand in 2015. Um, so now we are the owner and we are uh, making energy gels uh, and uh, energy bars. Uh, all our products are natural. Most of it are organic, um, vegan for some 
possums and uh, they are all the vegetarian um, approved. Mm. And is it something that you use when when you're training as well? And is it something that you're eating yes. throughout the day? Yes, uh, I'm. I'm using a lot of energy um, energy gel uh, mixed with water during the race, a race day, and and I'm using also energy bars during my daily routine. One like just when I'm hungry, a snack before a good training, or um, or if I'm missing a lunch, I can have two bars or a protein bar and bar. Um, yeah, I'm I'm using it, and it's very good product. Uh, I give that to my my child oh fantastic are you seeing any of your uh, rivals and competitors starting to use it perhaps seeing seeing you use it and seeing that you're an olympic champion and going oh if it, if it works for dennis maybe i should be uh, trying this as well well uh maybe or you know in my sports um we are quite um friends with uh, the competitors uh, mm -hmm. so um you know that the biggest competitor is the, the water. Like most of the time, the water is against you, so you have to fight for uh, to win. So um, you know, my, uh, I can speak with my my yeah, my opponent with no problem. So we in France, uh, in you know, when you are racing into a, a World Cup or World Championships, you you have um, athletes area and country area, so um, you know uh, for them the athlete can change, uh, can uh, look the video, talk with the coach, have rest, see the physio. Uh, so we have spaces for a country, and in French, in the French country uh, area, there is always new bar, and uh, I'm playing the, the French team, of course. Oh. Fantastic! I like it. <laughs> Making sure that they're they're having yeah. your stuff. Um, I, I mentioned there about people kind of looking at you as an example. Who were some of the people that you looked up to? Who were some of your mentors? Well, um, uh, I didn't have kind of mentors, but I like to call them um, influential person in my in my life. Um, I wouldn't say mentors. Um, I have a few actually because um, I try to inspire many people as I can, and I'm lucky to to meet great people. Um, I would I would mention my maybe my my father first because he's a um, a brilliant guy. He's just very clever, very. Uh, very intelligent, and he, he took good care of us, uh, me and my brother, uh, with my mother also. And he's, he's someone inspiring. Um, I also have um, the, the president of my club, which was my first coach um, in, in Canusletum, and he's also very inspiring, and he, count, he has count in my, in my life. Um, and then I have a few, a few other uh, names like uh, Miriam Jerusalem, who is um, a woman from my club. Uh, she won um, uh, several times the world champion 
titles and she was bronze medalist in Atlanta in 1986. Yeah, 96. And so far, uh, I also have a a business mentor, like you could say, um, a guy called Guy, uh, who found, um, how can I say, um, a digital service company. Mm. And he's also a very clever guy, very smart, very business dedicated, and he's really inspiring for me. Was that something that you specifically looked for as an entrepreneur were you specifically looking for a mentor because that's what you've always done in sport no um i and actually i never looked for uh it just came out uh when i meet him and when i met him and we we talk we we became a friend he sponsored me for and he's still sponsoring me uh, for um, my athlete career um, and he's just you know we I knew him before I was um, uh, I, before I start my company so um, when I founded my company and I, that I bought Newbar um, I spoke with him a lot about many subjects and it was just uh, inspiring Mm, fantastic. Um, so let's talk again about your your career as a canoe slalomist. And, and obviously, you were very successful at the Rio Games, but you were also a, a world champion back in in two thousand and one in C one and C two. Also a champion in uh, in in two thousand eleven. 2011 that's what I meant <laughs> yeah yeah you'd been very young if you won in 2001 um yeah. <laughs> in 2011 and also in, in 2010 you, you you were a world champion but you you didn't get to compete at the uh, 2012 Olympics how frustrating was that for you well this one was a, a real fr frustration because um, um well in my sport um only one person per class and per country can compete at the olympics so we have a very tough competition to for the trials at home so um unfortunately for me or fortunately and there it's also it's actually actually both way um i used to compete against tony estangue which is now the head of the paris 2024 bid Mm. Um, and he won three times the Olympic and the last time was in, in London um, I've been I, yeah, I won the world championship in 2011 uh, so the year before the, the games in London and I was number one in the world ranking and Tony was number two and, and for the record he won the he was world champion in 2010, the year before. So it was a hard, hard fight. And um, he won the, the selection, the trials for um, the Olympic trials for France. So he, he get the right to compete uh, in London and I didn't. And um, actually it was good for him because he, won the, the gold medal and, and now that I look back um, I'm happy because I succeed to to 
you know, to wait four more years and, and, and win this gold medal that I was hoping for 2012. So it's a good story, but it was hard to, to live with that, you know, during the games in, in London. Did it make you stronger in many ways or, or was it actually going to do the opposite? Had you ever considered even quitting? I, I consider quitting because, uh, but that was not for my failure in sport. Um, actually, it was more because um, a, a history with my former partner in, in situ, so in canoe double, and with my ex coach, uh, uh, that we we really had a bad year together. Bad. You know, bad, bad mood, bad, um, uh, bad energy together, and and I can I can um, endure the the loss on a race. You know, the, the defeat. I can be okay with you know any uh, any bad thing that the sport can bring. But when I think sport, I think uh, a race. A, know a clock a judge but not human feelings and you know human relationships that going that are going bad because of the sport and I didn't like that so uh, it was really hard for me to to accept that the sport brought me those feelings and mm. and it was a hard a hard day uh, during the selection in France with this with my team actually, and and I I, I just wanted to protect myself and then I'm uh, I given up for uh, quite a few times the sport and then I came back. But during this time, I was questioning myself: Does the sport is that bad that can break relationship with to you know, to to friends or a coach and a and an athlete, and mm. I just thought finally that we we was not meant to be together, mm. you know, like a, like friends. Are there any other things that you've learned in your time as a canoe slalomist that you've been able to? incorporate into being an entrepreneur every day uh, i'm learning every day every um every situation i would say that um a lot of people think that because um that i'm a, i am a good entrepreneur because i'm a good sportman and be, uh, a good sportman a good athlete has a lot of energy and but actually i don't think that that is the main things um, that make me an entrepreneur. Um, it's not the energy. It's um, it's the long term plan. Uh, a career in in sport uh, starts when you decide to train for a dream, and it's a long way to go. Uh, when I dream, yeah, yeah. When I used to dream. Um, of being an Olympic champion or a world champion, I was 12. And I became world champion at 24. So it's a long way to go. Mm. 
And I think when you start a business, you don't want to win a million in the first year. Doesn't work like that, and it's really hard to do. You want your business to be alive in 20 years or in 50 years. And I think this long-term plan vision is my best quality uh, being an entrepreneur. And this I learned making sports. Is this something you've done with goal setting? Are you someone who sits down and starts to plan 10 years, five years, one year, one month, one day in, in both sports and being an entrepreneur? Are you, are you someone even who might even write their goals daily? And how do you work with that? What is your process? Well, uh, first, first of all, if you have a dream, um, you, you're dreaming of it every day. So it's a daily motivation, I would say. But if you're thinking more straight and more um, reasonably, reasonably, you have to um, to make a plan because it's not, you know, uh, the Olympics are not a dream. It's a fact. It's happening, and you have a race with a, a time to go to the start, and you have to down the river, don't touch any gate, and be the quickest you can. And this is factual. You can hide it. Hide behind a dream. I'm not sure if I'm clear. Mm. Um, so you have to make a plan. So you have to train. You have to um, to innovate. You have to have the best boat, the best motor you can have. You have to have the best coach you can have. Mm. And this doesn't happen like that. You have to work for it. You have to um, fight for it with the federation. You have to negotiate sometimes and uh, and it's it's actually quite a business uh, to to do and but yes uh to answer the question i would say that i'm thinking to my goals every day a little bit um but i have a plan mostly for um four years for the olympics mm. okay and uh, have you? You mentioned there. Sometimes you've got to fight. Have you always been a fighter? Is that something you, that comes natural to you? Yeah, I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter, definitely, but not with people. Mm. I don't like to fight with people. Okay. I'm more. Uh, uh, I'm more nice person who wants to be nice with the other and like. And I like when people are nice to me, so I don't want to fight. But I'm a fighter um, with things. When things are not um, as I like they are, I'm, I can fight for it. Fight to make change. Well, Dennis, it's been so good to hear your thoughts on, on everything on today's Best in the World. Just before you go, Dennis, why don't you let us know where we can find out more about you and also where we can find more about your uh, energy gels and, and everything to do with your company as well, please, Dennis. Yeah, well, uh, well I have a website. And um, so it's um, www.denisgargaud.com. And, uh, and I also have a website for um, my brand, which is www.murbar, 
M-U-L-E-B-A-R.com. It's like the mule. Wonderful. And you can find anything anything on the on this website and also on social networks, of course. Brilliant. Well, it's been so good to speak to you, so good to learn um, everything that has been going throughout your career as a, as a sportsman and now as an entrepreneur as well. Dennis Gargo, thank you for being on the program. Thank you for being the best in the world. Thanks for the chat. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. Great stuff there from Denny. And if you are a fan of canoeing, then you might want to go back and listen to some of my other interviews with people from that sport. Maybe listen to my conversation with David Florence or with Etienne Stott or perhaps one of my favorite interviews on this whole podcast, Joe Jacoby. You can listen back to all of them at acast.com forward slash best or at sportachino.com. Or if you're listening to it on iTunes, you can listen to it there. And if you haven't already, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate that. And if you aren't subscribed already, please click that subscribe button. If you've got any questions about the podcast or would just like to say hello, I'm on Twitter at Richard underscore par. And if you haven't contributed to our program already and you would like to, please check us out on Patreon, the crowdfunding website where patreon.com forward slash best in the world. All right, I'll have another amazing sports star, a world record holder, a world champion, an Olympic champion, a world number one on this program next week. You do not want to miss it. But until then, I hope you have a wonderful week. Goodbye. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 